Uh, welcome to BT Sport, and look who is joining us, the main man from Queensbridge Promotions, the one and only Hall of Famer himself, Mr Frank Warren. How are you, sir? I'm fine, mate. How are you, mate? How are you doing? I'm very well indeed. Very well indeed. There's lots to talk about. We haven't caught up for a bit. Um, I've got a list of uh, fights that maybe are in the works, fights that are booked, shows that are coming up that we all want to speak about and that we're all looking forward to, but we're going to start with a big one, if that's all right with you. We're going to start with uh, the heavyweights, the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Um, last 24 hours have been fun um, with uh, me and uh, no doubt you as well, uh, answering questions from fans as to how closer are we to seeing Tyson Fury and, uh, and Anthony Joshua. I want to put something towards you, Frank, right? The information that has come out in the last 24 hours, was there a point to it when we haven't got a location or a date? Right. Um that's a very good question. Well, first of all, surprise to myself, Bob Aaron, and in fact, everybody that anything came out because we signed an agreement, all of us, that anything that did come out would be a joint, um, we would do jointly. And it was of the view that nothing should come out until we get the venue nailed down. But um, obviously, as we know, um, Eddie Hearn put it out there and he shouldn't have done that, but he's done it. Um, in the meantime, um, there is nothing else to say. I can't say anything because if I sign an agreement, I abide by the agreement, as, the, as does everybody who's involved with it. And more importantly, we still haven't got the venue sorted out. There's a lot of mm -hmm. interest, but the venue's not been finalised. So we are where we are. You know, it's been signed. And uh, obviously that's that's out there now, and there's nothing I can do about that being out there. But it was all a bit, you know, it's a bit silly to do that. But sometimes people think they're more important than the fight. Is there a, a time scale on how quickly you've got to find a venue, given the the things that were signed over the weekend? Well, look, the uh, the the finding the venue is is paramount, and that's what we're all working towards. But what we don't want to be doing is doing what we're doing now is talking about this, mm. where we want to because that you know when you negotiate with people, uh, you want to do that privately until we and we want to do it from a position of strength and not from weakness. So. You know, we, we're, we're all working on it and hopefully uh, we'll get it over the line. I do, I do feel for both fighters and obviously everybody that's involved with this, because without a pandemic, I've no doubt that we may even have already had the fight. It seems that Tyson's in, Anthony's in, all the teams are in, but the pandemic seems to just be holding everything back, which is totally understandable. Um, is, is one of the things that you're looking for being able to do this in front of, a crowd. I mean, over the last 24 hours, Dana White and the UFC have just announced that they're going to be going back in front of uh, a full capacity crowd at Jacksonville, Florida. Is that something that is is part of the negotiations and part of the things that you're looking at? Look, if you're looking for someone to put up a sizable site fee, they obviously want to recoup their money. And mm -hmm. they may do it for various reasons. If it's in a foreign country, it'll be because they, you know, they want to get exposure. They want to, you know, get the country established on the sporting world sporting map. This is obviously the biggest fight out there by far, um, but also they're businessmen and they will, or businesswomen and they will want to get, get some return back on their money. And the only way they're going to get return back is from the gate. And really that's, that's important to them. So we're still, as you mentioned earlier in the pandemic in certain countries are not even as far forward as we are. Mm. So until all this gets resolved, we're, we, you know, we're, we're up in there, but of course it's going to be very important that the fight has fans there for, for a number, number of reasons. One is obviously the financial aspect, but also you want the atmosphere of fans there for a fight like that. Yeah, absolutely. 
I know that fans are frustrated and they'll be watching this wanting answers and what have you, but is your gut instinct, I mean, the, the, the dates that get thrown around all the time are June, July, June, July, everybody keeps being told June, July, but again, we're in a, a situation where we don't know what's going to happen with this pandemic. Is your gut instinct that it might be slightly later in the year for these two guys to get it on? Look, everybody's working to get it away in June and July. That's what we're working towards. That's what we want to do. The longer, the longer it takes to happen, the, you know, it's not going to be good for Tyson. You know, he's been out of the ring for now, um, what is it, 13 months, coming up to 14 months. So he'll want to be, he'll want to be fighting and uh, we want to get it on ASAP. How, um, how amused are you that so many people uh, take some of the things that Tyson says in interviews as, as literal, that he's drinking 14 pints a day and that he's, uh, he's stopped training and he's not interested in this particular fight and he's looking at something else now? What I find amazing when people watch that, you're looking at him. Yeah, and you look how fit he looks. I've never seen him look so fit, um, but, but he's he has he's obviously having a bit of fun, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he's drinking 14, 15 pints a day. Who knows with Tyson? I doubt it. I think he's just having fun. I think he. We've all been in those situations where Tyson enjoys uh, winding up journalists. I've been there many a time and been, and been wound up by him. So my conclusions from 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 the negotiations and the announcement over the last twenty four hours of the non announcement is that everybody, the lads have agreed to get married. They're engaged. They haven't got a location yet and they're searching for a day and they don't know how much money is involved in it, but that's where we're at at the moment. They've agreed that they're going to do it. They've met on the internet and now they're looking <laughs> for somewhere. Now they're, now they're looking for somewhere to meet, meet up together. But look, it's, we're all working hard. The good thing is it shows how far, how far down the road we've got with actually getting everybody to, to sign a document. So that's it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So fingers crossed. The next announcement will be uh, venue and debt. Uh, let's move on to some other stuff. That, yeah. Let's move on to some other stuff that's uh, obviously heavily involved with. Um, what's the latest with uh, Usyk and Joyce? I'm enjoying the back and forth that these two gentlemen are having on on social media. What's the latest with it? Well, it's the, at the moment, we're in the, still in the negotiation period. And I think we've probably got about another week of that. If we can't agree terms, it'll go to first bits. Okay. There you go. Um, how well, how proud of you as well uh, regarding the accolades of uh, both Joe and Linda North being nominated at the British Boxing Board of Control Box of the Year Awards. Sensational achievement for both of them. I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic and they deserve it. And they deserve it. I'm, ex I'm excited for it. What's the, what's the latest with Lyndon? Have you spoken to him recently? Is there, is there plans for him in the not too distant future? He had an operation on his hand mm -hmm. and he's, uh, he'll be back in action in May. Sounds good. Now, obviously, you have just signed who I would class as one of the very best uh, light heavyweights, especially from Britain in, in, in Callum Johnson. What's your plans for him? He'll be out. We're doing a show on the 24th of April. Um, and that'll be Denzel Bentley against Felix Cash, which is a fantastic fight. Yeah. And Callum will be on that show. Obviously, whilst we're talking light heavyweights, let's do Anthony Yard as well. <laughs> I've seen him obviously doing bits in the gym and, and looking like he's uh, he's ready to start making his way back. What's the latest with him? I'd like it to be on the same show. That's what I'd like to be, and hopefully we can finalise that in the next couple of days. Sounds like you're uh, creating a narrative there, Frank. That maybe you are. Well, we're, work, uh... <laughs> we're working hard, you know, to get the, to get you know to get them out there, you know, get people to see them, get them back and busy because. Hopefully, if everybody does what they're supposed to and gets inoculated, then we'll be in a position where we can get bums back on seats and do what the UFC are doing, have a full house. Mm. 
the the light heavyweights that you have have uh, on your roster. I mean, a lot of fans are obviously salivated at the prospect of maybe them all getting in the ring with each other at some point. And you're not frightened of doing that. You proved that at the back end of the year that you'll put your boys in with each other. Uh, when we saw Daniel and Joe going at it, and obviously we saw uh, Lyndon and Anthony going at it, is that the long-term plan uh, for these light like, these light heavyweights? Look, these guys are world class, and you know them fighting each other, yeah, whatever it works out to be, if we can do that, it's brilliant. It's brilliant for them. It's brilliant for the fans. You know, yeah. out of the fight with Anthony Yard, um, Lyndon got nominated as a final eliminator for for a world title. So that's what was on the line for that fight. Unfortunately, he couldn't do it. Take the take the. Uh, the option up because he he banged, he banged his hand up as I said he had an operation on it, but that's what's that's what's there for these guys. You know the best comes through. You get a world title shot, and you know may may even win it. They're world class fighters. They're quality fighters, and in the meantime, we'll see some great fights on BC. That's what we're about. That's what we want to do. Make these fights happen. We've got plenty of them. Listen, I'm getting there. Don't you worry. I've got that many shows to get through. Keep in going, a minute, keep going. <laughs> um, um, good to see that uh, Daniel's been given a clean bill of health as well. Obviously, yeah. the news that has come off the back of that is that he's changed trainers and what have you. Talk to me about your initial thoughts when you heard that news. Well, I'm pleased, obviously, he's had the all clear. And we we uh, we we met a couple of days ago, so he's good to go. He's uh, The training aspect's been sorted out with the, uh, Martin Bowers is also his manager as well as his now former trainer um he's he's working on that with them and i and hopefully they'll get that resolved in them again in the next few days because he's got to get into some serious training um i was disappointed i was disappointed that because i thought it was a really good relationship but it, it you know as they say the old adage it is what it is mm-hmm. and uh and obviously he's gonna he's gonna move on to a different trainer once uh you know his manager in, in martin sorts it out so he's you know He's got to come back this year and make it his year. He's got to re-establish himself and get himself back in the mix. And he's more than capable of doing that. It's from, like you said, it's a wonderful relationship that they had previously. And I'm sure that that relationship will continue in in management. And I'm kind of glad that, yeah, I'm kind of glad that Martin is, is in, in, is still involved because he most certainly has Daniel in his heart and I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll, he'll point him in the right directions. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, him and his brother Tony, they they, they love their boxing. They, they, I mean, the setup and the gym they built over in uh, in, mm. in uh, over in the, on their farm is is fabulous. It's a fabulous facility. Um, but that's what they're all about is commitment. So, you know, they've got and obviously they got they got their man Denzel coming out against Felix Cash, as I mentioned earlier, which is a cracking fight. Um, so, you know, they they've got they've got a lot on their hands. Mm. We're going to get to Denzel and Felix and various other things that you've got booked in on the 26th and 27th of March in a moment. I'm going to throw something your way now. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you're not going to answer this because it's not public knowledge. But I've heard a rumour, all right? And it's uh, regarding one of those Edwards brothers, if that's all right with you. Um, now, we've seen Sonny Box, the ears of many opponent, and he's most certainly, in my opinion, up there and ready to rock and roll at world level. I've heard a rumour that that is imminent, can, can you throw any light that way that Sonny will be challenging for a world title at some point very soon? I hope that rumour is going to be true. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. I knew you'd shoot me down. <laughs> I hope it's going to be true because there's nothing, no one wants that more than obviously Sonny and no one more than, more than him wants it. You know, it, uh, you know, I really want to see him in there. He deserves it and, uh, and hopefully we'll get his shot fairly soon. Okay, uh, I look forward to hopefully that being... He's going, to be out, he's going to be fighting on May the 1st anyways, out on May the 1st. Excellent. 
Okay. Well, I hopefully maybe off the back of May the first, we get the announcement of uh, of world honours. Who knows? Um, you must be speaking spe speaking of being delighted for fighters getting world title shots. I know that there was a lot of back and forth on this and whether it would happen or whether he would be fighting this guy, whether it'd be vacant. I know it's happening in America, uh, but how delighted are you for Liam Williams getting his uh, getting his shot oh. at Demetrius Andrade? Do you know what? I'm thrilled for him. He's been very patient. You know, he, he had that fight. What was it now? It was quite a while ago. It seems ages ago now when he fought the, the WBO number one. Yeah. He'd done an absolute job on him. Um, and that put him in, obviously, line. But because of the COVID, this, you know, we were going to have Perspiz. We weren't. Then we were. And it's got pushed back. But now it's on. And uh, I think the fight's in April. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing Liam in action. He's a tremendous, tremendous talent. Um, he's been there, he's, he's challenged for world titles at a lower weight and since he's uh, teamed up with Dominic Ingle, they seem to have got a really strong partnership together, they've really gelled well and I think he looks a different fighter altogether, totally different fighter and if ever, ever um, somebody deserved it, it's him and I'll tell you something, they're overlooking him, the uh, Andrade people, they're overlooking him at their peril because he will give him the biggest problems he's had for a long, long time. No doubt about that. April 17th, Miami. Uh, the Welsh Dragon going over there to take on Dimitri Sandrade. Let's talk about uh, a couple of shows that you've got coming up. Uh, Frank, the double header. I like this. You've not dragged it out. You've not given us Saturday and Saturday. You're giving us a double header. A little bit. Of, there's nothing better than Friday night boxing. And, and again, this is, there's, no, there's nothing Sorry. better than Friday night boxing. There really isn't. 26th and 27th of March. This is no disrespect to the Saturday card because the Saturday card is solid. I'm really hyped about the Friday card. Sam Maxwell, listen, I think he's been punch perfect. He's been brilliant. He gave us that tremendous turnaround knockout fight last, uh, two years ago, yeah. didn't he? What a great fight against Akeem Ellis-Brown this is for the British and Commonwealth title. I mean, it's, I think it's a great fight. You know, it wasn't ordered, the fight, and it tells you a lot about both of them. That they, you know, they, they, they want to get it on. Mm. And uh, obviously, with, with Sam, he's determined to get his hand on those belts. He's worked very hard. He's a, you know, he's, a, he's a thorough, thorough professional. And I think that, you know, I think for him, this is a, a great moment, you know, great chance to show, show the world what he's got. You know, it's a fantastic show, as you say, fantastic fight. Some really good fights on there. And it's a great boxing weekend. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, it's international break, but um, we're delivering those, you know, to a weekend of top quality boxing with some of the some of the best young prospects around you speak of young prospects i don't want to do anybody a disservice but everybody knows that's ever watched any of my stuff that i'm high on uh, dennis mccann i know he's on that card um how hard is it to match dennis at the moment because we've all seen his talent and i'm, I'm i won't be i don't think there'll be too many sticking their hands up to get in the ring with him you know what i mean it, it must it must be quite difficult to find the right opponents and just to keep him interested as well and keep him moving at the right speed well, he's a precocious talent. I mean, I lo I've loved him from day one. He's really, you know, he ticks all the boxes for me. And he's, uh, and his commitment to the sport is unbelievable. I mean, he's in the gym all the time. I'm always mm. getting these videos coming through and texts he's coming through, photos where he's in there. You know, he's got a tremendous um, uh, tunnel vision about boxing. He knows what he wants. And I really do think he has all the ammunition to get him there. Um, making matches for him sometimes is difficult, but you know, this year, he'll fight for a title. Provided he keeps winning, he will fight for some, some form of title this year. No doubt about it. 
I keep up to date with him on his uh, social media. He looks like he's getting his man strength. He's, he's putting some size on, isn't he? He's lifting some weights. He in is. There. You look at him, he's getting, you know, he's, he's, that's what happens. You suddenly mature and get bigger. And, it's, you know, he's a good puncher anyway, but that would give him more power. He'll have more mm. power. Uh, on the Saturday of that same weekend, um, Willie Hutchinson is, uh, is in action. Good fight this against Lennox Clark. I would say that this is Willie's toughest test today but again another fighter that i'm extremely high on and i'm looking forward to seeing him um in this particular fight just to see where he's at and and and, and whether he's at the level that i think he is in my head in my head it's a tremendous amateur and we had for a while the situation is he going to be a super middleweight or a light heavyweight and he was sort of bouncing between the two ways we know now what he's doing he's at super middle and this is a tough fight this is a tough tough fight for him you know let has got a good record Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only lost one fight, if I remember rightly. 15 wins, one loss. This is a real step up for him. Having said that, I've put a big burden on him because I was asked about him a while ago and I said he reminds me of a Joe Cal- a very young Joe Calzaki. And he does. He's exciting. He can punch. He's strong. He throws great shots, fast hands from different angles. And I, and I absolutely, absolutely do am convinced by him. Now, Lennox may turn around and try and, and make me look a fool. I don't know, but I really do like him. I like him as a fighter. I think he's a quality fighter, and I think he's a, a guy who's going to go places. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the beauty of what you're doing at the moment, Frank. And and it, it seems. I mean, I don't know whether the pandemic has, has sped this up a little bit and maybe um, enabled fighters to be taking fights a little bit sooner than than they should be doing. But you seem to be putting on incredible domestic matches at the moment we saw at the back end of the year where you put in where you're not you're not frightened of putting in your top guys in against your top guys and we're starting to see that a lot more often and you saying there that listen it could be a banana skin I, d- I don't know there's plenty of promoters out there that would have allowed Willie just to crack on and knock over a couple of tin cans for a, for a period of time to put him in with a fight like this just shows where you actually uh, are rating him at the moment well it's a bit it's two things about it really is one you know I've got the faith in him two you know, as much as I, I believe in him and I've seen it, you know, this will verify it or not. You know, and as you say, I've put fighters in before, between, you know, over the years, fighters very, some of them early in their careers against each other. And it's not been to their detriment because if one of them gets beat, you know, prime example mm. is looking at the gal and looking at George Groves. They fought each other early and they both went on to win world titles in a very, very debatable you know, who won the fight is one of them, it's one of them close fights. So, look, if you've got anything about you as a fighter you, and you get beat, you can come again if you've got it in you. And it sorts the men out from the boys. Um, I think with Willie, I think he's somebody who's going places. I've got tremendous power, as I've said, and so forth. But I, I really feel that this is, this, this is the type of fight that he, that he has got to rise to. He's got mm. to rise to the occasion. I think he'd bring the best out of him, but he's got to rise to the occasion. No, absolutely. Um, you mentioned it a couple of times during this chat. April 24th, talk to me about this. This has put a smile on everybody's face. Denzel Bentley against uh, Felix Cash. Denzel's one of those fighters that I think he's learning every single time and he's implementing the things that he's learned from previous fights into his next fight. The last time out, you just thought, yes, Denzel, you're looking good now, man. This fight is an absolute cracker. You must be delighted that you've got it over the line. Oh, well, I am. I mean, we won. We, you know, we won the purse bids for it. You know, up against Matram and ourselves, we won the purse bids. Um, but I believe in Denzel again. He's somebody's in the gym. He's training constantly at the Peacock. 
I mean, he's a, he's he's a, a game that you know all he all he wants to do is fight for titles. Bigger the title, the more money he can earn, and that's where his head is. He's just a you know he's a fighting man, and. I was told, and I think Tony Sims, his trainer, Cash, his trainer, went on record as saying that if we won the purse, but he was going to pull his man out. Since then, Cash has gone on record himself saying he's going to be there. So that's brilliant. We got a great fight, it's a very spicy fight. Um, the fact that it's uh, Matram and ourselves uh, with our respective guys in our respective gladiators, I think it's, uh, I think it's superb. And I, and I think we're going to get a really good fight out of it. And again, you know, Denzel's got to be at his best to come through this at his mm -hmm. best, but improving every fight. And as you, you're quite right, quite right what you say, Adam. You know, each time he fights, even if he's not, you know, he could have done something better in a fight, I always notice the next time he's worked on it and come out, you know, you see he's come out and done something different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's a very, very, uh, you know, he's got a good boxing brain. And uh, to say, it's going to be a tough fight. And we're all looking forward to it. Seems to be a bit of needle in there as well between these two. I know that they had a tough what? spar. It's well reported that they had a tough spar back in the day. And there were uh, a bit, maybe, a, maybe headbutt in there or something, but it, uh, yeah, it's a bit of spice. I heard a bit differently. I didn't hear about it until up till a, a while after we um, after the fight was, was uh, made. Apparently, there was an altercation outside after a tough sparring, which got quite, quite apparently got a little bit heavy. So, yeah, there's some, there's some uh, history there between the two of them. So, it's going to be, it's going to be a good fight. No doubt about that. But the le I know the level of the fight might say British, but let's be honest, these two guys might just be, you know, European level. It's, it, oh, that's yeah. the level of fight that we're talking about. Top, top stuff. I, I, I think now, I mean, they're European level now. It's just yeah. the fact that this is on the line. There's no doubt about that. And I think, um, as I, say, I think the fans are going to be in for a treat with it. Mm. Uh, we saw Tommy Fury out um, a couple of weeks back. Um, and then in the aftermath of that, um, our, our old friend off YouTube decided to uh, chirp up and have a little bit of a chat. And I know that Tommy's been having a back and forth with him, wearing wigs and having a bit, bit of fun. What have you made of all that? And is it a fight that you fancy for him? What, with what with uh, the UFC? Jake Paul. With, yeah, with, uh, with, yeah. Uh, with Jake I, off, uh, off YouTube. I, I, I've, I've gone on record saying, as far as these fights are concerned, you know, these the YouTube guys, I appreciate all their the hard work and endeavour they put into it. But for me, they're not on a level with a in any shape or form with any, certainly with any of the guys that I'm involved with. Um, but that fight would be a huge, a huge, from what I understand, with a following that uh, Jake Logan's got and certainly what Tommy's got, there would be a, it, it'd get a big audience and the guys could make some decent money, the pair of them from it at this stage of their careers, which is great. I'd do it all day long because I think there's only one winner there. <laughs> um, finally, I want to I want to ask you um, about Billy Joe. I know that you promoted him previously, and I know that he's got this fight coming up with Canelo. I want I want to know what your thoughts are about beginning to promote a, a fight ahead of Billy Joe. What I mean by that is obviously Billy Joe's with Eddie, and it, there's a lot of conversations. I don't know whether they're true, but there seems to be a lot of conversations out there in the boxing world that they're already starting to plan for a Caleb Plant fight later on in the year, whereas there's a fight booked for mid-May. And I just think that that maybe is, I don't know whether it's taking the eye off the ball or maybe a touch disrespectful towards towards Billy going in there against Canelo. What's your thoughts? Well, it is disrespectful, especially if he's promoter saying that. I mean, it goes without saying. Um, look, Billy has worked, Billy's you know, wanted this fight for the last couple of years. And we were close to doing it at one time, but it didn't happen. And, you know, and uh, we eventually we parted company amicably. 
and it's taken him well over a year now, well, uh, more than a year to get the, get the shot of this title. And good luck to him, he's got it. Um, it's, a, it's, look, it's a tough fight for Bill, but Bill on his day can beat anybody. My only concerns about it are as follows, that Bill's come up from middleweight to super middleweight. He's not had a lot of fights at super middleweight. But Bill, um, he wasn't as busy as I'd like him to have been. That was one of the problems. We could never capitalise on a great performance, like when he was in Canada. He had that great fight out there. And then afterwards, you know, it all fell apart for various reasons. So it, he kept losing the momentum. With Canelo, he's, got, he's fought at light heavyweight. He's a big guy and he's very comfortable at super middleweight. He's very strong. And his last fight, he looks like his body looks a little bit of a different shape to me. He looked quite mm. a little bit more ripped. Um, having said all that, Bill's got the style to beat him. It's whether whether this whether he you know whether he's going to be strong enough at super middleweight against a very strong super middleweight. The skills are there. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he can box his head off all day long. He's very smart. But it's a twelve tough twelve round fight. And if anybody can do it, anybody can beat. Alvarez, he's the guy. He's the he's the guy. Sounds and good I to me. He does do it. Well said, Frank. Top stuff. Um, finally, how's the health? We 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 all sorted now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I sound like it sounds like you know. It's, I, I, I think I could get a job on casualty the way things are going. Now I had uh, I had yet another operation on my shoulder and neck. Cup there was yep. it not last Friday the Friday before. So I'm back there tomorrow. It's uh, been quite painful, but, you know, in the last 14 months, I've had quite a few operations on my back and my neck, and obviously I had COVID. Oh, well, I've been marvellous. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're fit and ready to rock and roll for uh, March 26th, then, uh, then all be it, my man. I'll, I'm, be, I'm there, man. I'll be there on my Zimmer frame. Don't worry about that. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. Frank, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your yeah, day. Adam. Thanks, mate. You look after yourself. And you.